Ready in 3-2-1. Welcome back to the Guardians of the Spectrum. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And we're going to talk to you today about the coronavirus and how we are going to plan to survive this thing. Yes. Today, just to note, is March 13th, 2020, Friday the 13th. The Ides of March. Mm-hmm. So it's been a crazy week. Et tu, Brute. Oh, no. You just can't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yes, so it has been, as you all know, we've all been impacted by this coronavirus that is now a pandemic, national emergency, local emergencies, all of these things. Um, and when I got home from work today, it was, I was exhausted. Um, I was there at 4 a.m. Um, prepping our school site to prepare families to be basically out of school until further notice. Um, and we got the call and it's now two weeks. Our kids are now on a two-week kind of furlough. Kind of. I'm not actually 100% sure on that one, but yeah, supposedly... communication's so, a little bit... They're probably off this upcoming week. <laughs> we think so. We heard it on our neighbor app. Like if not, it kind of app. feels like it's a good idea to take them out and like just yeah. keep them. I mean, our, my whole entire... Almost all of LAUSD is, is down. I mean, my school's already... Weeks. My school's gone down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cal State Long Beach is down. Cal State Fullerton is down. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll have at least the two-week window. It's going down. Um, and so with all of that, like coming home exhausted, we looked at each other and we're like, we need to come up with a game plan. Yeah. Like we need to figure out how we're going to entertain our kids for 14 days. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as an educator, like that, that's a lot. <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know what that's like. And so then you have kids who are used to routine and... Something that we've noticed even before this this uh, information was that our boys are struggling. They've been out sick for three days uh, since Wednesday. Um, and yeah, tonight was probably one of the harder nights Today's been Today was one of the harder days. Yeah. I feel like there was more fights today than, than, <laughs> They're getting annoyed than all at week. And, uh, and Bear's been... Bear's been sick since the weekend. Yeah. So it's yes. been... A, it's been um, Almost a week for him. A lot him. of fights today. Yeah, of, I mean, can you? But can you blame them? Yeah, it's like cabin fever. Yeah, they're getting. <sighs> they have like the cabin fever thing going, and you know, they're. You could just tell they're like it's taking a toll on their bodies. Like they're tired. Not that mm-hmm. they have corona or anything like that. We don't know. You know, <sighs> honestly, who it knows? could be the flu. Who knows? <laughs> but we—that's the thing because we haven't even been tested about that. We haven't been tested. But I hear. Uh, I heard today um, that they're going to make uh, drive-through test facilities. Yeah, that's really exciting. And that the president, uh, he. Uh, approved or he like named it a national emergency Mm -hmm. and we're i guess there's like 50 billion dollars that the people who are in charge of this response like they have access to yeah that's pretty crazy and so while the president is dealing with the the nation's issue we get to deal with our home issues and our home challenges and that doesn't stop how do we keep going yeah how do we entertain our kids for 14 days. I know. That's a long time. I'm like kind of freaking out low key uh, because we'll also be shifting partly to working from home. So balancing some of those working parents out there that are shifting to working from home. I feel you because it's like, how do you balance parenthood, momhood, fatherhood, and your workload? That's going to be... It's not like like a summer vacation type of thing where you have activities during the day. (laughs) Like you can take them out like our kids will do summer camp and things like that, you know, yeah. or they have summer school, extended school year. So this is um, very unique. This is and, and this is honestly the first time yeah. we've ever seen a pandemic, right? Like at least yeah. in our lifetime. Um, and so, you know, we're all learning as we go. And we want to try to join you on that journey and help you do that um, by sharing some practices. Yeah. Share that we our do. end of it. Yeah. 
And maybe you can get some ideas for your own stuff. Yeah, because we're trying to like hybrid these uh, ideas of what we do in summer while maintaining the idea of like trying not to trying to keep our social distance, right? Like from yeah. other people um, while engaging their minds because they really um, they really do need that interaction and that academic. Um, discourse and, and fun and, and creativity and all of those things. And our kids are young, so they don't really have a curriculum. So we're going to be making something for them. Um, but yeah, so we figured we'd start with this concept of priming your kids. Um, so something that we're planning to do is uh, printing out a calendar. So as of right now, again, we haven't had the official notice from our school district. That's a whole nother issue that I will not talk about, uh, but it's making life a little bit harder. Um, but as far as we know, it is two weeks. So something we've tried um, in when we went to Paris was the calendar. You want to yeah. talk about the calendar? And probably been something that we've been doing. Like we do it every day. We've had it as a part of our like ABA way of parenting uh, for a long time now. Uh, but, uh, and that's just, you know, we're, that's just prepping them for, that's just prepping them for what's going to come. And that could be in the moment, like, Hey guys, you guys are going to be done with your iPads mm-hmm. in five minutes. Right. That's priming them. You're letting them know what's going to happen right before it happens. Uh, when we went to Paris, we primed them for what, like two weeks or something, maybe even longer. Uh, it was, we were it was just about like a week. letting them know, like, yeah. at least in, well, initially. the visual was about a week. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, I mean, we would, we, we definitely had like a countdown going for them, uh, with a visual, with a visual countdown, uh, and uh, that definitely helped them yeah. understand what was going down. Mm-hmm. Because uh, when we started to talk to them on the phone while we were out there, they you you could tell that they understood. They did, and yeah. and they had that visual reminder. And so the one, mm-hmm. the first step we would recommend to all of you is creating a calendar uh, to let them know when they're going to go back to school. That so far, um, and it's also important to explain to them that it may change, and as soon as it changes, right, or if it changes, if it's sooner, if it's longer, communicating that. Um, I know for this, it's very sudden, so priming them wasn't really possible. I, we really didn't think schools were going to close until about 10 o'clock last night. Um, I was like on work stuff until almost midnight up again really early. And like, we literally didn't know we were closing our doors until almost 2 PM. So there was no way to prime our kids for that. And so now we're going to need to prime them like, Hey, you guys are home. Like, this is what it's going to look like. Here's a calendar. Let's count the days together. Let's mark them off together. Um, to, to, until they go back to see their teachers and their friends, because they truly, that's a big part of their life. And it's just going to be missing. Um, especially now for our boys, it's a little longer because they've been out sick. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be a roller coaster, but if these little baby steps can make it feel less difficult, I really believe that. Yeah. I think it's going to help, uh, doing the, doing these things that we have a lot, a lot that we're going to, uh, share with you to, uh, just to let you know how we're going to, how we're going to handle these next few weeks. So. Yeah. So um, one thing we want to start it off with was, again, the calendar, the priming, um, and some sort of like homeschool routine, right? Um, so our kids are very small, like four and six. Um, yeah. So our homeschool may be more crafts. It may be more tactile, you know, OT, physical activity, reading, basic mathematics. But as your kiddos get older, that may shift. So if you have older kids, we'll have resources for you as well. Yeah, we have a list of things that we're going to be putting up on the website that mm-hmm. we'll talk about, uh, you know, the different activities that you can do. Yeah. And Cassie, of course, you are have experience with older kids. Yeah, you're... I do. So I am, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm an assistant principal at a middle yes. school. Um, so that that's why I was there so early today, like just really helping to close the school down, get tech to kids. Yeah, and you're going to be um, doing that. Well, they are, 
Uh, that's this upcoming Saturday as well, right? The, the uh, yeah, we'll that. be dis- continuing to distribute through the weekend. Um, we yeah. know a lot of other charters that are doing that um, to help support our families. We may even be a hub for food for our families um, as well. What kind, so, of, what kind of things are you going to be doing with the, like, do you, what what plans do you have like to have your middle schoolers? Yeah. Uh, just learn over these next couple of weeks. Like, what do you what do you have planned? Yeah. So, um, ideally, uh, kids would be logging into Google Classroom. So, like, yeah. the Google product products are something we use every day, um, so they're familiar with it. But we also received um, this amazing spreadsheet from another coworker of mine who got it from a coworker of hers. And so, like, who knows where it actually originated from? Yeah. But it has a bunch of free resources because what's happening is these amazing educational resources that we usually pay for as like part of curriculum. Mm-hmm. They are, it's almost like a sense of like relief, right? For educators, they're giving these things away for free. So anything from like screencasting so you can communicate with your students. Is this now that they're doing that? They're doing it now through July 31st. So like there's a whole list of them. There's like, um, you know, quizzing uh, platforms, like all these different things for teachers, but there's resources on there for you and your kids as well. And um, these resources, like uh, these are all from like just educators and or, or just, is it just they're like, actual companies. Oh, companies? So these companies, so oh, like for example, or like, like, so, like uh, no sponsor, not, just <laughs> yeah, no, not really. The um, I'd want to be, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we're kind of seeing a mix, right? We're seeing, yeah. I won't name like curriculum, but like we're seeing some places that are like, hey, buy our product for a discounted price, right? They're kind of taking yeah. advantage of the they're, market right now. That's the thing, there's so many free resources out there, yeah, like, like you were saying uh, that, and there, mm-hmm. there's uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, when we get to the little guys, uh, you know, the different kinds of even shows that we're showing them that right. talk about. Uh, there's an amazing show that talks social stories that we'll get into. But yes. yeah, so so you have that camp, right? Like my inbox has been so spammed by that stuff. I just can't like I have to delete <laughs> it uh, because as an educator, it's like we shouldn't be charging for these things. Right. We should be trying to provide access. That's a big thing for me is access for kiddos who can't come to school. Right. Yeah. Our doors are closed. Um, but we do have a spreadsheet that I will post and provide. It's it's all out there. It's like accessible. Um, but really, it's um, it's a spreadsheet of different things that you could potentially use with your middle and high school students to help keep them accountable and teach them and um, have them practice. So we'll we'll make that available to you. I don't know them all by heart. Today has been a very long day. I did not read it. Yeah. Um, but there are some really good ones on there. You've been going mm-hmm. since three in the morning. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, I think that's like the first time we've said that. I'm just so tired. I'm like, really? I'm pushing, pushing through. No, I think I so. Know. Wait, what? I'm so delirious. And, um. and also, also, uh, uh, just so everyone knows, um, this is take two. Yes. We, we, we had a, an earlier take about 25 minutes, which honestly, I'm feeling this take a little more. Oh, me I'm too. You guys say. get the better version <laughs> 2.0. But the, the, 25, the 25 minutes was... It was a good one as well, but, but it yeah, was only me. I was missing. Out. It would not have made any sense. <laughs> uh, so let's get into. So for those of you who are listening that have younger kids, um, this will be primarily for you. Um, feel free if you do have older kids to like steal the structural aspects of it, right? Because you know structure is great for any kid on the spectrum yeah, that may need that. Especially if you want to give them. Say you do want to give them two weeks of just kicking it in a way. A structured kick in it would be nice. Yes, it doesn't you have can. to necessarily be like super academic stuff. I mean, it doesn't. So, this but. will sound actually very kick in it, right? Because yeah. our kids are four and six. Yeah. Um, but what, what we really want to hone in on is like it's really, really crucial to have some sort of skeleton. So, what that means is like a morning routine, 
a snack break if they're younger or older too, because, you know, the boredom hunger is real, Um, you know, like a lunch break, you know, some sort of physical activity, either inside or outside, and then a dinner, dinner, and then a bedtime routine. And then everything in between is up to you and your kid and what they like. Like they might love reading books and, oh, I hope one day, I think Ezra is going to be this way. He's definitely that He's going to be my little reader. Yeah. I just know it. Um, where he could just sit and read for hours and hours, and and that might jam for him. We have got uh, our other kids who are just more active, and they just run and run and run. And so building this this skeleton um, of like what you must have each day can really help, but then also arranging it around a time. So, for example, like we have the white circle that wakes our kids up at 7 o'clock when they don't have school. Um, especially when they're sick, they need extra sleep. And which the white circle is basically. And what is the white circle? Yeah, the white circle <laughs> is uh, an alarm clock, and uh, we call it the white circle because it's an an alarm clock that has an actual circle on it that lights up, and it goes into various colors. Mm-hmm. It also has sound, um, but it's something we picked up, you know, online, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's it's definitely come in handy and has saved us in the morning because originally. Uh, when we were trying to teach the boys how to wake up in the morning, uh, it was, you know, we, we had trouble trying to communicate that with them. Yes. And having that alarm be their way of saying, okay, now it's time to get up. That was a really good way. And that visual of having this white circle mm-hmm. turn on, and that it, Noah understood it. Like, it was yes. like the first or second day he yep. understood. And it's been something we've used ever since. Yeah. Because <laughs> he just, he would say, we literally said, okay, you cannot... Leave the room until the white circle turns on. Mm-hmm. All Game directions. Cra- and, crazy. And it's amazing. Awesome. Like when we have our routines, we don't realize how much our routines affect us until we don't have them. And so, for example, the last two nights, I had to unplug the white circle because we needed our humidifier. We don't normally have that in the room, but they're sick. So I unplugged it thinking they wouldn't notice because it's not school time. Oh, did they notice? Oh, and yeah, they, they call us out. They they're not, like, fix white circle, please. It. Can you fix the white circle, please? And so we fixed it today. Um, and those little pieces of comfort in this really crazy time that is our life and is our world right now, the white circle makes all the difference, <laughs> at least in our house, that little piece of routine. Um, and then it just leads us into our morning routine, which school or not, uh, we're going to have a kid that's going to ask us, am I getting on the school bus today? Even if it's Saturday. Eli. So little Elijah, he he will <laughs> ask us every day. So school bus, we go on the school bus and it could be Saturday, it could be Wednesday. Uh, that's just part, he knows that if we're getting dressed, that something is happening. So we want to try to break that that cycle with our, um, with our new, I don't even know what to call this, furlough or vacation or sick leave. I don't know. What do we call these two weeks? I don't even, pandemic see. leave? I don't know. For them, I'm just calling it vacation. Yeah, it's two week vacation, right? So, so we'll just stick with that, I guess. Um, but, the vacation, yeah. yeah. Spring break part two. Yes, or extended spring break. Some schools are thinking about doing that, just making this the spring break. I don't know. We'll see. Um, no, it's not ski week, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh gosh, don't get me started on <laughs> ski week. Um, that's for another podcast that also <laughs> throws off our routine. Um, (laughs) so again, then they go into their breakfast routine and they, you know, get dressed and they take their vitamins and their vitamins is a way that we like to sneak in academics. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the vitamins? It's like my favorite part of the day. Oh yeah, vitamins. Vitamins is like, I mean, of course it's our thing that we do in the morning. Uh, and it's usually when we do our vitamins, we'll ask a question and that's something that we've been doing to kind of add ABA to just random things that we do. 
Um, so they're good at vitamin. It's of course a little gummy. So it's like candy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they think it's candy. <laughs> yeah. They think it's candy for sure. We just call them gummies. We don't call them vitamins yeah. or medicine or whatever. But, um, so we'll have our gummies and ask them a question. It originally started out with, you know, what's your name? Because of course, yes. boys were all basically nonverbal. They, and then um, they well, began. Well, the twins were more nonverbal mm-hmm. than, what? Well, no, it was pretty nonverbal as they well. They all were. The, the boys were all nonverbal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so part of ABA was... Uh, teaching them, teaching them, you know, how to answer questions yeah. and just saying the basic question, what's your name? You know, how yes. old are you? Mm-hmm. You know, and those are the first two that we started out with, but that came with vitamins. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and we love it. And so now like we incorporate math and it's great appropriate depending on where they are. And so it's literally like a tiny little piece of the day that can be academic and they don't know it. Yeah. Um, and so after that, once that part of the routine is done, what we like to do is reward routine. And yeah. so like, they can pretty much run this routine on their own, except for the vitamin piece. So they know that they come, they can sit down, we serve them breakfast, they eat it. They do all of these things. And that for our kids is a lot of work. Yeah. That can take anywhere from an hour to two hours, depending on what we have for breakfast and what kind of mood we're in. And so after that, we like to reward them with iPad time. Mm-hmm. So knowing that this vacation is coming or this furlough, um, is here, um, we we have agreed that we need to make sure that we monitor the iPad time. Um, way less iPad time. Way less, because That's when they're sick, right, like it's hard for them to do stuff, but now they're starting to feel better. Um, and so now that they're getting the, um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, now that they're getting better, we want to be stricter. <laughs> they're off, sorry. You I did. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they're getting better, so we want to actually monitor that and use it as a, an incentive because we're also trying to potty train. Anyone out there in our last podcast, we told you this. May the force be with you. We're still working on it. Potty training it's is something. Going. But if we're monitoring the iPad, we can, you know. Yeah. That's going to be super incentive. So we'll use it as an I, incentive. I feel like, you know. Little COVID's helping us out, at least with that, with potty training. Yes, definitely. Because if like, anyone can get them potty trained, it's you, sweetheart. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm the only one, actually, that hasn't tried because I work full-time. So it's like, I'm in. I, you know, Let's do this. He doesn't like me. I'll be calling he... my sister, and we'll just commiserate. Haley, that's a shout-out for you. We'll just commiserate together because she's yeah. potty training her son as well. He, you know, uh, he doesn't <laughs> like me the way he loves you. That's true. He loves me. <laughs> I mean, he's a mama's boy, though. You can't help it for now. He'll probably grow up and then just love you more, so... There's that. <laughs> no, he loves you. He likes me. Okay. He no, loves he loves you. Stop that. Okay. Oh, stop that. <laughs> um, okay. Back on topic, I guess. But anyway, so again, structures and rewards using that iPad. If you guys are a screen time family, great. If you're not, you know, we've got tons of options that we're going to post on the website that are tech free. Um, so once you do the, the, uh, um, the morning routine, and then you reward it with the iPad. A next possible transition could be some academics. It could be reading. It could be math. It could be, you know, sitting and talking. It could be matching. Like memory matching is really good for little kids. Like flip a deck of cards over and just have them match it. Yeah. And we, uh, that's, we have like a game of that. Mm-hmm. that has like, I don't know how many cards, a ton of cards, a bunch of like yeah. different symbols or like apples or whatever and they love playing that game yeah and so after their brain gets a little workout then you can give their bodies a little workout some some dancing go to the playroom build some legos you know do something that's again tech free um and just really kind of push them in that way and then to bring them down what i would recommend from a like teacher's perspective is after a lot of physical activity have them sit down with a book 
Um, and that can really help them kind of, like if they can't read on their own, you could read with them or maybe read a chapter book together. That's actually an option I listed there. That was some of my favorite memories when I was a kid when mom would read a really hard book that I couldn't read to me, you know, and it would just be like one chapter a day and then I'd wait for the next one. Um, so that could be a good, uh, 14 day project. Um, books that I've wanted to read to them. So there you go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, you know, and, and just filling the days with different things like hide and seek. Our kids just mastered this. They're still not the best. (laughs) They giggle and stick their toes out of a curtain, but it'd be nice if we can get them to do it on their own. Right. Oh my gosh. Without us. But you know, we need a little fun in our life too. If COVID's taught me anything, it's, it's, we need more fun, right? (laughs) What's what? Fun? What? <laughs> what is that? Um, so, you know, hide and seek is one thing. Um, and then, you know, lunch, have the kids help you make lunch, right? Like if they're old enough, they can bring you the stuff from the fridge. They can... love that stuff. Oh, they, they totally do. Oh, my gosh. When Noah gets to help cook, oh, he's more likely to eat it as well. So for those families with your picky eaters out there, and if we're if we get to a place where grocery stores like may not be open or they're sold out of the things you need... If they have to try a new food, which is so... That is something that terrifies me. Not there, but we didn't... I wasn't thinking that schools were going to get shut down. So me either. Knows? I know. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I just hope we don't get to that place. But what that scares me the most is like the, the food issue, right? Because our boys, they have a very particular palate. And trying new foods is very difficult. There was one point where our kids only ate yellow foods. Yeah, literally. That, literally, was, I would make them a plate, and I'd be like, "Wait a second, it's all yellow." Um, and so, and so a, a <laughs> trick for that would be to have them help you make it. Um, that has helped us with some orange chicken. Noah had some orange chicken. He helped us cook it and pour the sauce on it, and that really helped. So, just a little tip about food, lunches, and, uh, and dinners. You know, another another uh, tip to uh, make it a little more fun. Uh, Cassie's mom did. Uh, did this with Noah the other day, or I don't know, maybe it was Ezzy. I think I had like a chef hat. She made like a oh, chef hat for so him. Oh, so cute! And they decorated and they were, it and yeah, everything. Yeah, they were decorating stuff, and he loved it. So yes, it um, and she actually held them make a cheesecake, and so in order to do that, yeah, you have to the, like they crush. You have to crush the the crackers, right? And so the kids are like just pounding it with spatulas. It was the best thing, and then they tried it, and one didn't like it, the other two liked it. So there you go. Um, so yeah, so just having those really solid foundational parts of your day and then hopefully using our list that we will publish tomorrow. Yeah. Um, cause again, too exhausted. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be gibberish. It's coming though. Um, so it, uh, so we would post that for you guys and then you can use that to fill, like we'll put, we'll provide a template as well, like a skeleton template mm-hmm. of like, here's the lunch block, here's the morning block. Here's the dinner and the bedtime block, and you just fill it in. It's like a plug and chug kind of thing. Um, and so in, in order to like really kind of go into more preparation, um, I want to talk about a few items that you might want to plug and chug in there, and then we'll talk about some shows. So if you run out of energy on day 12 and you really just want some TV time, we have some stuff that could really help our kiddos on the spectrum. Yeah. Um but yeah, so before that, we really do also have some ideas like I spy in the house, hide and seek, epic fort building is my favorite thing to do with sheets and clothespins and textbooks that you have from college that are no longer useful other than a heavy weight to hold a sheet. And you make, um, a, good, uh, you make a good fort. Ooh, I'm really good at fort making. I'm like the fort queen um, here at the house. And uh, 
Some other things would be, I've seen it with older kids. They're, they have on Pinterest these escape room kits. So that could be really fun. Escape oh, room kits. They're so cool. Like you, It's like um, an academic mm. escape room. So you have to solve puzzles and stuff. Mm. Um, definitely too old for our kiddos, but they do exist. So Google them like at home escape kit, escape room kits. And that's, that's really fun. Mm. Um, Play-Doh, you know, um, sleepovers where you like sleep all together in one room or sleep in the living room. Or, yeah, that's fun. Oh, so fun! And Fantasia, we, we throw on Fantasia all the time. Yes, and like, out. let them like let a them light. fall asleep halfway through that thing. <laughs> but before they fall asleep, what do we give them? What Popcor- are they? Oh, popcorn! There surprise. it is. There it is. Popcorn surprise. Another thing best, you can steal. <laughs> best little uh, incentive to uh, end the night. That's right. And uh, what's in popcorn? Clean surprise? up. Clean up right before the night to get some popcorn surprise. And popcorn surprise is basically popcorn with sweets in it. So it's just mm-hmm. like gummy, I don't know, Valentine's Day sweets, Oh yeah. you know, M&M's, I don't know, things Skittles, like that. Skittles, all those Skittles, things. all the good stuff. Um, they slightly melt a little bit. The kids love it. They go crazy for it. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's really good. Yeah, they love that stuff. <laughs> Literally, we say popcorn surprise. They're just like, yeah. we'll do whatever mm-hmm. you want. We'll clean this, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many do I need to pick up? 20. Okay, I'm yes. in. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, some other items before we talk about shows. Um, I, I saw this really great idea. Is it inside scavenger hunt? So it might be oh, toys and stuff that you have like already have, but the kid's kind of lost. So like, we have six different Buzz Lightyear uh, walkie-talkies. We can't find any of them. I so. found. Oh, see, I found one today. <gasps> you found oh, well, one. What? Well, so found you, a pair. you're you're already found, ahead of the scavenger hunt. Because <laughs> I, I I saw one in the in the toy box and I was like, man, I gotta find at least the other one today. Oh, the pair. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we there are uh, four. But there's four of them. <laughs> there, no, there's six. They six? each got a set of two. Um, and so uh, that could be something like you just do a scavenger hunt for toys or things that you've hidden for them. However crazy you want to get. I'm not super crafty, so like the easier the better for me. So it'd be like, hmm, I wonder how many of the little alien men you can find that go in the spaceship. Like, let's see, find four. And then they just search for hours and, and you're good to go. Yeah, go. Um, and it keeps them up. It keeps them moving. It keeps them off the screen. Um, if the weather is nice, um, a backyard picnic. We've done that before mm. where you just lay a blanket and you bring out food and you're like a server for them. They just love that. Um, outside camping in the backyard. Yeah. Yep. You've done that with Noah. Definitely. That's yeah. a fun one. And so they slept in the backyard. I was yeah, so after, proud of them. After a failed camping trip, we yeah. we uh, slept in the backyard because one of our, well, our twins especially, they, they get uh, car sick mm-hmm. very easily. Yep. And it was also very cold. So we just decided to turn back. Mm-hmm. And Noah and I just slept in the backyard in the tent. The so. next day, of course. <laughs> well, I, I still slept outside in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> in the tent by myself the first night. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's another option. You could always yeah. do tenting in the house. So if the weather is not good, if your tent is small enough, or go back to that epic fort and just camp in there. Yeah. So Sleeping lots of fun. Yeah. Sounds enticing. Yes. Um, and then if you are really, like, really, really um, adamant about doing some academic work, say you have like a seven, eight, nine-year-old, right? They're, they're moving. That curriculum is not stopping. Um, we do have, I do have some free resources, I believe. I have to find them, so it might take a little while. But before our, our vacation is over, they will also be up on our website for you to download um, so that you can practice with your student or your kid um, and keep them ready for school when they start. Um, the biggest thing from a teacher to a parent 
is have your kid read every day. Like have them read out loud to you or read out loud with them, do one word at a time, whatever that looks like, because that will help them access everything else. So again, reading every single day. Reading. Reading. Maybe we can have Ezra on one day and he can show you how well he reads. Yeah. He can model. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, reading is super important. Um, So if you don't have access to a computer or a printer, um, just your cell phone for this podcast, uh, just know that um, reading even an article off of your phone is better than nothing. Yeah. So. There's free stuff online. Yes. Lots of free stuff. And if anyone, if you're having trouble... Shoot us a message. Oh, for sure. We'll, we'll point you in the right direction. Yeah. So, if, for example, if you only have a mobile device, like DM us, and I can send you mobile-friendly texts. Like, they have free PDFs out there yeah. of all the classic novels and things. Yeah. So Master searcher over here. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> uh, so, let's transition to shows. Um, oh, we we b- are... Before we transition to shows, okay. I want to talk to you about one last game. Oh, and this I'm ready. is kind of the transition into the show. Uh, it's the game called Shadowlands Shadow that we got Lands. that we uh, picked up off of this show that Noah loves, and it's it's called Bluey off Ooh. of uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus, so, what what? You know, Disney Plus is awesome, and uh, you know they're obsessed with this show, and I love the show too. I sat and watched a few episodes actually. I'm excited for um, this furlough. I get to watch some. Typically, I don't really <laughs> like. I mean. As long as it's not like super crude or something like that, I'm okay with them watching it. Uh, Disney Disney Plus or Disney Plus is pretty pretty good about that in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what's this show about? But the show itself is is about it. Kind of does like social stories and things like that. Really. Um, and it, and it also it also models like a lot of different things. So, our kids need that so much. Yes, and <laughs> it's just not only not only our kids, but I think just like kids in general. Like I think uh, you know. You don't really get like a tutorial on how to play stuff like this. That's you know? true. Or you don't get you don't get you know ideas on what to do with 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 your kids outside of you know just your your average like techie thing or whatever. You know, yeah, like it's, everything's so tech based now. This is all like everything on these shows is just like some interactive fun thing that that the parents are doing with the kids or the mm-hmm. kids are doing on their own. So is it like live kids like like no, live they're, action they're or dogs. the cartoons? Oh, they're dogs. Yeah, it's animated. So nice. So they're dogs, but they, it's. Yeah, th- so they're from Australia or something. It's like this this group of dogs. And uh, <laughs> let me read you the little thing here. So it says, ah, here we go. This is Shadowlands, episode one of Bluey. At a picnic, Bluey and her friends play Shadowlands. But when Coco keeps taking shortcuts, Bluey has to show her that following the rules can make the game more fun. Oh, man. Doesn't that sound good? Well read, sir. Well read. but like so i was watching this and this this was just the first episode that they threw on and i was just after that i was like man i need to watch a bunch more yeah um because literally like these three dogs uh they're they're in the game the the way you play this game is you have to stay in the shadows and they're going from tree to tree Mm. and like you can't step in the light because the light has alligators right okay and and one of the little one of the little dogs she's just uh uh, she gets mad. I think she's like the little younger one. So she's trying to like change the rules and stuff like that. Yeah. And the older dog, he's like, you can't change the rules because that just, that's not fair. And it's not fun that way. Yeah. So they go through this whole thing and they have a couple times in the episode where they, you know, they might have to change the rules mm-hmm. and they almost, almost change the rules and spoiler alert, they don't, but oh. they end up finding out <laughs> at the end, uh, they end up finding out that, uh, 
that it's more fun if they follow the rules. Yeah. Because what ends up happening is they have this big like sea of alligators, which is the light, yeah. and their moms are like, come and get these cupcakes. And they're like, can't we just break the rules this one time? Sorry. And then all of a sudden the clouds come. Boom, they take off. Oh, so, so cute. So good. Magical. Yeah. <laughs> and for our boys, definitely, we've been noticing that the social part is yeah. very difficult. I don't know if it's like that for you guys, but how to interact and how to follow rules, how to advocate for yourself. Yeah. Um, so this is exciting. I'm, I think oh, I'm going to yeah, catch so up. Good. I'm going to binge it. <laughs> so Yeah, we should, we should binge it. I mean, if you... Tomorrow, legit, if you sit with the boys, yeah. I'm sure they'll want to binge it because yeah. they love it so much. On our little breaks, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm about that life. That's exciting. And isn't doesn't the Spider-Man, like the kid superhero one, don't they have that too? Oh, yeah. There's another Spider-Man episode. Oh, I forgot the name. Yeah. I'll well, I think it's but like Spider-Man, Spider-Man like so, superheroes or something. Yeah. It's like, um. so basically in this like little Spider-Man, it's like a, if you have Disney, it's like the Spider-Man, it's a little, a little mini version of him. And he does... uh. They do similar things like social stories where social he's stories, going around yeah. and teaching. He'll he'll go through like a tough time that he had. With or deal like with another, a bully or like yeah. different things like you, that. Like they'll start out and they'll see someone like fighting or something like that. Or like two kids arguing or like being mean mm. to each other. And like Spider-Man will swing by and it'll be like an after school special. It'll be like, hey guys, that reminds me of a time when this person. Yes. You know, when Venom <laughs> and I were like bumping heads. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> And it's really great. And so it might be a way, a fun way, if your kids are into superheroes, to go over social, social issues like that. Um, some, other, uh, some other things we really enjoy it, for education, right? For our younger kids, Blippi is phenomenal. Blippi's he awesome. is like, he is reaching the globe at this point. So I'm sure you've heard of him. If you haven't, Google him. It's B-L-I-P-P-I. Yeah, yeah. B-L-I-P-P-I, for sure. Um, but for, for those of you that have not seen Blippi yet, be forewarned, he is very high energy. Yes. But the way I kind of come to like realize it, it's he's kind of like a he, he's kind of like a guy that is just looking at the world through the kid's yes. eye. So he puts on this outfit and he becomes a child. Yeah. So like he interacts with the world as if kids would. And there's even an episode I would recommend. And I think if you just Google Blippy emotions, it's like he's at a, at a indoor playground and he talks about how he's feeling and like he yeah. uses colors. And that is so, so impactful for our kids because they have a hard time telling us how they're feeling. And so he had like a sign for angry and, and sad and like, how am I feeling right now? And he was able to express that. And so that's a really good one if your kid's having a hard time regulating. Um, but he's got all kinds of things. Our kids learned the word excavator from Blippi. Yeah, he's got a song. <laughs> he has he's a got whole an song. excavator song. Yeah, he, yeah. Has a, he has a lot of cool songs that um, that teach you things. You know, they're ca- yeah. the, the cool thing about these songs, too, is they're, they're catchy. And they're kind of like, I mean, they're kind of rockish, something like that. Mm-hmm. So they're not like, you know... You know, it's not like Baby Shark or yeah, anything like, like that, upbeat, you know? <laughs> definitely not Baby Shark. <laughs> that is a song of its own. Um, but yeah, so he's really great. Coil Book, C-O-I-L-B-O-O-K is great. Uh, they were colors, numbers, Spanish, English. Um, really great for like pre-K and kindergarten kids um, for those preliminary skills. So again, if you're looking for academics and you're not feeling confident in teaching kids, these... They're not the best choice, right? Because we wish they were in front of a teacher, but man, they get the job done. A lot of the and skills our kids have are from these shows. Another one that I really love is uh, the PBS Kids app. Oh, that, so that good. That PBS Kids, if you have, if you have uh, 
they're on all the they're on all the platforms. You can mm-hmm. find them on on Google. And it's free, right? Amazon. Yeah, it's free. Mm-hmm. It's and you know you can find them on all your platforms. PBS, you could even find them online if you're just searching online. Uh, PBS is, um, of course, the public broadcasting. Network. And they're actually they're they, P- they're great. They're so great, yeah. and they're they you know they're. They're all about education. They have so many shows that are not boring. They're not boring. They're not. <laughs> they're not even, you know, lame or cheesy or anything like that. They they teach you stuff and they teach yeah. it in a fun way. And, and yeah. you know, one of my favorite ones is, is Daniel Tiger. It's uh, it's from surprising uh, too, right? <laughs> right, because I didn't understand what it was until I actually watched it, and it's a spinoff yeah. of Mr. Rogers' yeah, Neighborhood. Mr. Rogers, and he teaches them life skills and social skills, and it's amazing. And Daniel Tiger is just. It's a show, it's a must-watch for sure. Um, But I actually heard, Andrew, today that PBS is going to be partnering to help with digital education while we're out the closure. No Mm -hmm. way, that's cool. I don't have enough info about that, but we can post it on the website. I just heard it. We'll have to look into it and then see what what we can find. Yeah, I heard about it in passing. So again, we know how that goes. So we'll back check that. But I I believe they did. They are partnering. It makes sense, though, um, to provide education for kids. Like a Tom Hanks, Wilson picture. (sighs) Fake controversial news. fake news yeah um <laughs> so so yes yeah, so pbs is great daniel tiger is great um what, what's another good pbs one that, um, <laughs> oh the lunch one about the food oh yeah you want you want to teach your kids le- legit <laughs> like stuff about food? like yeah. about how to eat healthy lunch labs and that's lunch perfect labs. right now as we fight the virus right like we want our kids to eat healthy and you know kind of goes huh? kind of fits it's, <laughs> and, and honestly, it's kind of eye-opening to, you know, your oh, own right? your personal own diet. eating habits. Oh, no. They get, in, they get into detail, like, in a, in a fun way, and it makes you think to yourself as an adult, maybe maybe I should clean up my eating a little bit. Mm-hmm, maybe I'm choices. eating a little too, uh, maybe my processed food. I'm having a little too much processed food right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, there's so many good things out there. As we continue to find things and plan and adjust, we will share all of this information with you. We would highly encourage um, on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, if you guys have stuff that's working for you, please share it with us so we can share it with everyone else. Um, We are looking forward to continuing to bring you guys podcasts and and current content. Um, We wanted to make sure, even after a very long day, that we got this out so you guys could start preparing for the school closures because they are real um, all over the country, um, especially in LA where we are located. So um, definitely, you know, be prepared. We're going to actually have a little more time, so we might have more content, (laughs) you know? Uh, So you might see some more podcasts coming out frequently. Um, This one will go up tonight um, on the 13th so that we end on a high note so that you're feeling prepared. If you have questions, comments, or um, advice for other families, again, feel free to pass it forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of this vacation. Make the best of it. Um, Stay safe. Stay safe. And uh, social distance, highly recommend it. Um, For our little families, hang in there. It's not going to be easy. I know it. Um, Hats off to all of you out there who are housing one, two, three, and more kids who are home from school. Just know you're not alone in this, and you got this. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can find links to some of the resources we talked about, as well as links to all our social media at www.guardiansofthespectrum.com.